the wild. I'm dying in your bed many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Thank you for tuning in into another transmission from the RBFTT podcast, Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. This is episode 58. It's being recorded on December 3rd, 2022 at 10.15 a.m. During this episode, I will be discussing how Nazism has been rebranded by the WEF, known as the World Economic Forum. A new study on how N95 masks were ineffective against slowing down the spread of COVID. The new governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, uses terrorism tactics to certify her election. And Kanye West, also known as Ye, or Ye, says he loves Hitler and the Nazis. But before I get any further into this episode, if you haven't already, Follow me on Instagram at podcast underscore RBFTT. There's also a link to the my Facebook account, which is uh, looks like it's been 90 days restricted, so who knows how long I'll have that. Um, but I also have a Twitter account, which I'm honestly thinking about subscribing to, a little blue check mark, and putting more effort into the Twitter account. Um I might just have just a Twitter and Instagram. I might even just get rid of Facebook. But I also have a blog, rbfttpodcast.blogspot.com. There on the blog, I'm not too heavy into it yet. It's really just a – that blog is just a backup to if I lose the Instagram and Twitter and all this other stuff. So – Next year sometime, I might put a little bit more emphasis into this blog, but as of now, if you go onto the blog, there's really not much to it on there. Um, just know that's just like – it's just sitting there as a backup to if I lose everything on Instagram and Facebook and all this other stuff. But also, if you go on my Instagram page on the bio area, you'll see a link, and it's going to remain there. I'm not going to put any other links up on there. It's going to remain up there for as long as I have that account. It's the Died Suddenly documentary link that's on Rumble. Uh, that was made by Steve Peters. 
uh, not Steve Peters, Stu Peters. So if you click on that link, it'll take you directly to Rumble. Now, if you have a Rumble account, it'll take you directly to his page and you can watch the film. It's a very important documentary. But if you don't have a Rumble account, I would get one. It's going to make you um, not subscribe, but it's just going to make you create a free account and then you can go in there and watch it. So it's free to watch on Rumble. You don't have to subscribe or anything like that. Now, I want to give a big thank you to everyone who has listened and continues to listen to this podcast since November of 2021. Spotify sent me a, it's a hashtag, Spotify wrapped. It's a year in review. Uh, So thank you to Spotify for that. Uh, It's pretty cool to see on that review. It's uh, I posted it on my Instagram. It shows that I had 3,771 minutes of content. Uh, obviously, this is everything on there. The, the year in review is everything before episode 58, before this episode that I'm recording right now. But so obviously, the majority of the year, I had 3,771 minutes of content, which was more than 95% of other creators in the news category. The most listened to episode was back in January, which was titled Potential World War III with Russia and the Democrats Love It. My podcast was heard in seven different countries, uh, just to name a few. It was obviously here in the United States, Mexico, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Spain. My podcast was in the top 30% most shared globally and was shared to other people via direct link. Um, Other words, it's a text message. So 66% of the time, my podcast was shared with uh, via direct link, Uh, whether that's through text messaging, Instagram, and uh, it even says it was even shared through Snapchat direct link. Obviously, I'm no Joe Rogan. Okay, I don't have thousands of listeners. Um, I have more like over a hundred than I know of. But j- listen, just to have over a hundred people listening to this podcast when I started this podcast last year with no intention of really having any listeners at all. This podcast was just an avenue for me to rant and share my opinions on what I had researched just to simply get all this stuff off my chest. So again, thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast, to everyone who continues to listen and to any new listener in the future. I know it may not seem like it sometimes, uh, you know, especially since I can get pretty dark at times during my episodes, but I, along with you, every time we share my podcast, or clips of anyone else's podcast or shows, transmissions, whatever it is, where they are speaking about topics and information that the government and mainstream media censor. Remember that it always starts with one person, one listener, one podcast, one episode, one social media post. It always starts with one. Okay. We have a lot to get into today.
Now, if you haven't seen the Nazi symbol in the background doing during the APEC, Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation uh, Conference Convention, whatever you want to call it, then because there it's a number of leaders, including the president of France, Justin Trudeau of Canada, uh, and of course, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, just to name a few. Uh, please look it up or go to my Instagram post. Uh, I, I posted it on my Instagram page so you can see it there. But there's a reason why I labeled this episode as the WAF is Nazism you know, rebranded. It's clearly a Nazi symbol in the background. It is just in a red and green color and has a, like a flowery shape at the end of it, if you will. I mean, it looks like a flowery shape to me. Uh, but it's, in my opinion, it's clear as day a swastika. Now, why am I talking about Nazism and their symbols? You're probably saying to yourself, Mark, Nazism has been gone since the end of World War II, or largely gone at least. The old Nazi regime is gone, yes. But it was never quite destroyed completely. What did the Nazis believe? Nazism is a form of fascism. It, it incorporates a dictatorship, scientific racism, and the use of uh, eugenics into its creed. Now, fascism is believe, believes in, in the class system and sought to preserve it for a better social order. Nazism considered a class-based society a hindrance to racial unity and sought to eliminate it. So what we have going on today has been going on for decades. It's a mixture between Nazism, communism, and fascism. The leaders, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, Justin Trudeau of Canada, uh, Emmanuel Macron of France, Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, rhino warmongers like Mitt Romney and Crenshaw, uh, other leaders like Xi Jinping of China, the politicians in Australia, corporations like Google, Facebook, and of course, Big Pharma. I mean, just to name a few, I mean, it's there's many more than that than I care to count. They are either leading or have sold out to what they see as the new Nazi movement, or the, as some people call it, the eugenics movement. This new movement doesn't see race as the issue like the Germans and Hitler did back in the 1940s, but they see the average person like how Hitler saw the Jews. Uh, rats that needed to be eliminated. As I have said many times before, these so-called leaders and politicians, 
the what many people call them as the elites. They see you as wasteful, disgusting animals who are wasting their resources. You're breathing their air. It is why when Bill Gates said back in 2010 during a TED Talk that we need to lower the human population, and the way to do that is via vaccines, healthcare, and reproductive health services. Don't believe me? Think I'm making this up? No problem. Why don't you listen to it for yourself? Got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I vote aye under duress. Um, I found out today that I have no choice but to vote aye or I'll be arrested and charged with a felony. Um, I don't think that that is what our founders had in mind when they used the democratic process to elect our leaders, our self, former self-government. I find that very disheartening. With a vote of four ayes and zero nays, you've approved item 1B. Now, many Democrats and the mainstream media will aggressively try to spin it as if he meant something else or misspoke. He didn't misspeak. Okay. How do you have, how do you lower the population via vaccines, healthcare, and reproductive health services? Well, for one, I mean, I think we're seeing it right now with the COVID vaccine. Vaccines are meant to cure diseases, though, and eliminate deadly viruses. So by saying that you're going to eliminate some of the population by vaccines, vaccinating the population, and this means that the vaccines are intended to kill or make a large portion of the population infertile, which we're seeing with the COVID vaccines. As I've said many times and explained studies over many of the past episodes. Now, when he says healthcare and reproductive services, that's an easy one. Uh, he's talking about Planned Parenthood, abortions. So, let me read you some recent examples that kind of backs this up. G20, and I know I've talked about this in the past episode, G20 promotes the World Health Organization standardized global vaccine passport and digital health identity scheme. So once that, once that gets pushed out, it's not enough to have about 70 
anywhere from 60 to 70% of the population with a first dose of the COVID vaccine. No, they want you to take the booster shot as well. So what better way to get people to take their in, uh, infertility shot than to eventually say, you know what, you don't have a choice in all of this when these digital health barcodes come out and that say, you know, you literally can't spend your money without having it updated, much like how they have in Israel right now. If you want to see examples, look at what they're doing. Look what's happening in, in, um, in Australia. Look what's happening in um, Israel right now. That's how you're going to get more people to take the infertility shot. Fauci defended lockdowns during deposition, said China was the inspiration, according to a lawyer that was present during the deposition. So it's no secret, folks, that they wanted lockdowns to be where China has it right now. See, if you think that I'm not saying things weren't bad. I'm not saying that we have a freedom issue where the government and corporations are actively trying to eliminate your freedom in in various ways. But we're pretty far from where China's at right now. We're pretty far from where Israel and what Australia did. We, we almost got there. We almost got there over the past two and a half years. We almost fucking got there. But there was enough people here who pushed back against it physically and verbally to where they, they, had, they, they backed off. But make no mistake, people. They only backed off enough because there's millions of Americans who own guns. Think about all the shit that this, that, that that they get away with, and we're armed. You have millions of veterans in this country. Think about what they would do. If they knew you didn't have the means to defend yourself, if you didn't have the means to fight back against law enforcement, we'd be China. Period. And How does the CDC and the government, Big Pharma, how do they see you as taking these shots, either in the past or going forward? 
as I've said many times before, they don't see you as human. They don't. They just see you as an animal, as a lab rat, as an experiment. That's all they see you as. And this tweet by uh, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, proves it. This is from, uh, this was retweeted uh, out by, I, I follow her on uh, Twitter. It's, it's her Twitter account is just a thought. Uh, she says, the quote-unquote leaders of public health who knowingly killed people are now honoring those they sacrificed. Do you get it yet? And she's referring to a post by, again, Rochelle Rolinsky, the CDC director, where she says, quote, this year marks the 50th anniversary of the end of the Tuskegee syphilis study. Tomorrow, I will be joined by colleagues and public health leaders as we honor the 623 African-American men, their suffering and sacrifice, and commitment to ethical research and practice. Did you catch that? I'll read it again. This year marks the 50th anniversary of the end of the Tuskegee syphilis study. Tomorrow, I will be joined by colleagues and public health leaders as we honor the 623 African-American men, their suffering and sacrifice, and our commitment to ethical research and practice. Not, let's break that down. When she says this year marks the 50th anniversary of the end of the Tuskegee syphilis, um, study first of all there's nothing in this post there's no apology there's no like hey you know awareness to medical malpractice to fucked up government studies that was done on the black population no nothing like that it's we're it's just a simple study. It's just the 50th anniversary of a study. No big deal. And the 623 African-American men who were part of that fucked up study, um, we, we're going to honor them. Because, as she even said on there, their suffering and their sacrifice, because they died, and their sacrifice was needed for our, our commitment to not safety, to not saving lives. No, 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 no. Our commitment to ethical research and practice. You're a fucking lab rat. To these people. That's why I'll never, I'll never, I don't give a fuck if it's an actual pandemic because COVID-19 wasn't a pandemic, folks. Okay. 
it was nothing more than just a bad case of the fucking flu. I don't care if there's an actual, actual pandemic like the Black Plague and they actually come out with a vaccine that can actually cure you. I ain't taking it. I'll fucking die. That's one of the fucking problems with what happened with COVID during this whole COVID madness. Nobody trusts this shit anymore. Nobody's going out and getting their fucking flu vaccination. Nobody's getting out. I mean, except the retards. Nobody's getting out and getting fucking, no sane person's going out and getting a fucking flu vaccination. No one's going out and get, that's why the, the COVID booster shots are out of like, I think only like 10% of the country has gotten it. Because no one trusts these people anymore. And why should they? They see your suffering and sacrifice as something that they need to honor. I mean, it's, folks, it's, it's black and white. It's black and white. There's no conspiracy theory here. There's no fucking puzzle pieces that we that we need to connect. It's black and white. It's quoted by her. Honoring your suffering and sacrifice. You, you can't get any more blunt than that. She might I mean, you could. The only the only more blunt that you can get with that is by saying, uh, yeah, listen, we did this on purpose. Uh, we don't really give a fuck, though. I mean, that's pretty much as, uh, if you want to get more blunt than that. This is a study from Epoch Times. This is uh, on, if you want to know where, the date on this study, it's a December 1st, 2022 of when this was published. So just a couple of days ago, vaccinated people make up majority of COVID-19 deaths. This is coming from CDC data. Data from the CDC show that vaccinated and boosted people made up most of the COVID-19 deaths back in August of this year. Of the total 6,512 deaths recorded in August, 2022, 58.6% of the deaths were attributed to the vaccinated or boosted people and seemed to be a sign of a growing trend where vaccinated individuals are increasingly becoming the majority in COVID-19 mortalities. And before I continue, folks, that's more. It's more than that. The That's just what their, the hospitals are like actually pushing the did like there's a lot of suppression going on in these hospitals right now. So you can bump that number, that 58.6%, you can bump that to about, I would say about 70, 75, maybe even 80%. We can no longer say this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Cynthia Fox, the vice president of the Kaiser Family Foundation, told the Washington Post in an article dated November 23rd. And uh, they have a a chart, which I've posted on Instagram. So you can go through my post and check that out. 
where it shows the month, the months all the way from September of last year till uh, August of this year, where it shows last year the unvaccinated were, which by the way, I mean, the vaccines and stuff, because this is also, I don't know if you've noticed, the, the first year where the flu has come back. So the flu took, took two years off. So that's always lovely. The, um, it took two years off. And now, uh, just took a little vacation, no big deal. And now the flu is back. And it's not only the flu is back, but it's back in record numbers. It's back in, It's back earlier now. The flu is, is, is coming on about a month or two. Uh, earlier than what it normally should be. And it's coming in record numbers. Why? Because the code of vaccines clearly don't stop COVID, but they obviously, they, they destroy your immune system. So everyone getting, all these vaccinated people are getting sick continuously throughout the year it's like an ongoing thing and the chart you can look it up again on my instagram post um it shows where the unvaccinated were were dying and then <laughs> once the natural immunity hit um that went considerably down and the opposite happened for the vaccinated once those, once that vice vaccine poison really fucking got into their bodies and and hit their system, uh, started really destroying their immune system, um, their death numbers climbed at a rapid pace. And this is a chart from the CDC. It, it's from uh, it's a link to the Kaiser Family Foundation. So I mean, it, it's come on, folks. But that's not going to stop, though. You can put as much information about this as you want. It's not going to stop the medical industrial complex from raping you and your family. This is an article from Epoch Times. New Zealand parents who refuse blood from COVID-19 vaccinated people uh, for baby's heart surgery face custody battle. New Zealand's health service is seeking to obtain temporary guardianship of a baby after the boy's parents refused to allow blood from vaccinated people to be used in his heart surgery. More than 20 unvaccinated donors were willing to help, but this had not been approved by the New Zealand Blood Service, the parents said in the video. They had discussed the issue with a doctor and surgeon, both of whom disregarded their concerns. The father reportedly said they were extremely concerned with the blood used by the doctors and add that they don't want the blood that is tainted by the vaccination. Why would they? It causes, it causes myocarditis. The court case, uh, Health New Zealand filed applicants, oh, sorry, Health New Zealand filed applications in the uh, Auckland High Court on Monday under the care of uh, the Children Act. It asked to take guardianship of the baby from the parents so consent could be given to use donated, could be, sorry, could be given to use donated blood from the vaccinated according to the NZ Herald. This is also a perfect 
example of of why two things why when I'm get married next year why I'm not signing why we're not we've agreed to not sign the marriage license because by signing the marriage license you can look this up you are basically signing a contract with the state that you're getting married in and by signing the contract you're giving the state permission to own your marriage and everything that comes from it. it says it in the contract most people don't know because they don't fucking read it when it says anything that bears fruition from the marriage that means children that means anything that you own while you two are married and it's complete it's you by signing it you've made it legal so there's nothing illegal about it there's you've made it legal by signing that piece of paper why do you think that when you i'm, I'm going to try not to stay too much on this topic but why do you think that when you want to break the contract you have to pay thousands of dollars to get divorced why do you have to pay thousands of dollars to get divorced? Oh, well, because you have to break the contract. That's the cost that the state says that, that you have to pay to break their contract that you paid to sign. And that you had witnesses there also sign, witnessing that, yes, you signed this willingly, not under duress. So something to think about. And also, secondly, uh, it's also a perfect example of why you need guns. So um, I'm just saying uh, if if I ever have children, I don't know if I ever will, but if, if I do, um, yeah, this is not going to happen. Um, I'll shoot up an entire fucking hospital. Um, and I, and then I'll shoot up the whole fucking city before child services comes over and thinks that they're taking my fucking kid. Period. Now, again, though, if if you don't approve of any of this, if you oppose to any of this type of tyranny, whether it's in another country or this country, it doesn't matter, then you will be censored and banned. Even if multiple studies come out proving that these people are wrong. It will be silenced and pushed into the dark corner. Studies such as ones from the University of Minnesota, uh, the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, study on masks versus N95 respirators for health workers spurs concerns. And this is from November 29th, 2022. A study today in the N... N Annals of internal medicine suggests that medical masks may offer similar effectiveness as N95 respirators in protecting healthcare workers. 
exposed to COVID-19 patients in certain settings. The surgical masks were not statistically less effective than N95s in preventing COVID-19 infections in healthcare providers looking after patients with COVID-19, said lead author Mark Loeb. Uh, Osterholm called the World Health Organization's recommendation for healthcare workers to wear either masks or N95s during COVID-19 patient care a, quote, public health malpractice. He said, I'm convinced that someday people are going to look back on this and ask, how could they have known what they knew about this and not done more to protect us? Well, <laughs> I can answer that question for you there, buddy boy. Uh, it's because they knew about it and they didn't give a fuck. It was about control. The mask is about control. The mask is slavery. But it doesn't stop. This this tyranny, this uh, control, it doesn't stop with the medical industrial complex, folks. No, 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 no. The newly branded Nazism, the new fascist anti-human movement has spread into politics and elections. This is a Instagram post. Um, and there's also been other posts on Epoch Town as well. Uh, it's confirmed Katie Hobbs office emailed the Mojave uh, County supervisors threatening them with up to two years in prison if they didn't certify their election results. So this is what it sounded like. Now, when I heard <clears throat> what Katie Hobbs did, folks, I mean, I was ready to lock and load. But here's just a, a small clip of how I basically felt and how I still feel with the new dictator in Arizona, Katie Hobbs. We're getting so fucking close, man. So fucking close to a civil war. A war that would honestly collapse the country. And and maybe that's exactly what they want. Maybe it's exactly what they want. And you know what? If that is exactly what they want, then in the words of Ringo from Tombstone... Okay, Lunger, let's do it. Bring it on. Because I ain't going to be going around like Black Lives fucking matter, fucking up my own businesses that I go and shop at. 
burning down apartment complexes and shit. Beating up other races of fucking people. Like a mentally retarded fuck. So... This whole time, though, while Katie Hobbs is fighting over the mantle of best dictator, as more COVID information comes out, proving more and more that the vaccines are killing millions, as the WEF and world leaders embrace the new Nazism movement, what the fuck is Kanye West or Ye doing? Not only has he distanced himself from the, has he's not he's not distanced himself from the Balenciaga Balenciaga pedo shit that the Kardashians are deep in, the witches. But he got banned from Twitter because he wants to post and talk about how Nazis are good. So before I get into any of that, here's a couple clips. If you don't already know, it's all over the place now. So it's on YouTube, Instagram, just fucking type it in. Type in Alex Jones and Kanye. The first clip is uh, Alex, the Alex Jones show that was on Thursday, December 1st, uh, where he had a full, like, over, just about over a two-hour interview with Kanye. Uh, there's just a small clip of some of the nonsense that Kanye West was saying. The second clip is, uh, Mark Dice on YouTube, uh, his take on the Kanye interview. Third clip is Glenn Beck, his take on the Kanye West interview. And then last, the last clip is... The Alex Jones show from yesterday, which was Friday, December 2nd. Um, Alex Jones explained what happened during the Yee interview. Let me just get this out front. I believe in free speech, and, and I, that's why I want you to be here and be able to say whatever you want. I'm quite the historian from a lot of multifaceted views. So at a certain point, I'm going to give my nuanced views of this because there are power structures and there are mafias and there are cliques and there are groups. And there is certainly uh, leftist Jews that call everybody Nazis they don't agree with. You, you don't want open borders or you don't want your guns taken or you don't want to take a shot. The ADL had a meeting last two weeks ago and said, Alex Jones is an agent of evil. He's been taken off the air. He's the devil because he doesn't want you to take four shots. And I'm like, what are you doing calling me anti-Semitic? I'm not against groups. I don't get into group politics. Adam, I've got, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, uh, Alex. Yes, sir. Um, I've got the perfect answer for the ADL. They are going to have to listen up. What we did is we brought Netanyahu with us. Ah. (laughs) I'm in the twilight zone right now. Netanyahu, what do you have to say? What do you have to say to Alex Jones right now, Nick Fuentes and Yay? It was bad. It was bad for Trump to meet with Okay. I had no idea your voice was going to sound like that, Netanyahu. 
So you don't like Benjamin Netanyahu. Schwarzenegger said he loved Hitler. They gave him an award. I, I'm just saying, I don't like Nazis, and I don't like what some of the mafias are doing either. I like Hitler. He went on to say it multiple times throughout the interview, even when Alex Jones tried to help him clarify and walk back his comments that that's not what he really meant. He kept doubling down. And some people still insist that what he really meant was, just like the Bible says, to love your enemy. He's trying to be so Christ-like that he loves everyone. It doesn't matter. It was stupid. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say, like, you like the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Even. The audio, I mean, we can play. Yeah, uh, it's if you haven't heard it yet, it's a little muffled uh, because uh, he's got a, a mask over his face. Okay, again, not a mental illness. Yeah, not a COVID mask, but like if you were to put a a, a winter hat and pull it all the way down to your neck, that's basically what if it looked you were like. wearing a hoodie backwards. Uh, backwards yes, backwards. That's yeah. what it looked like. Mm -hmm. Okay, you didn't. I mean. I think Kanye could eventually come out and go, that wasn't me. You're right. Um, that you might, know, I, I honestly wonder, is this his theory here? He's yeah. going to say all this stuff and people are going to blame him. And then he's going to say, that wasn't even that me, wasn't, I swear. Me. Yeah, well, he, here he is uh, yesterday. I like Hitler. Cut four. <laughs> I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I The, the Holocaust is not what happened let's look at the facts of that and hitler has a lot of redeeming quality oh, okay stop for a second okay let's just take that apart for that i know there's more but we'll get back to it um i like hitler the holocaust never happened okay done oh done 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 with anyone who is sane anyone who yeah he didn't kill six million. Oh, okay okay um thank you Bye -bye. He does say that later. <laughs> that they didn't kill six million. Right, children. I know. We we we've got Once it. Once you get play. there, yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm for me, that's the point that I say. Excuse me. Right. Could you just go deeper to that, and then I excuse him from the studio. And so, quite frankly, uh, I'm I'm almost tempted not to talk about the interview yesterday. Because we've got this giant audience of millions of new people that have never tuned in. And what we normally do is not wear gimp mask on air and talk about how we love Hitler. Um, it, it, was, it, it, it was trolling at an epic level. I did not know that was going to happen. Um, I had been told that they wanted to come here and kind of move into some other subjects and other issues. I said, you can cover whatever you want. And when the Jew stuff started... I said, okay, I guess you're gonna do the whole show on this. And I believe in the First Amendment, so I let, you know, Ye do that. He left other interviews where they started interrupting him. So I, I let him say what he had to say. I, I told him I disagree with him. And you know, Ye is a savant, there, there's no doubt. Uh, I'm not even a huge fan of hip hop and rap, uh, but I do like the better stuff. And he, his stuff is very, very, very complex. Uh, and he's, he's obviously a very smart man in ways, but uh, he even said he thinks he's autistic. And so everybody being mean to him, or, or, or people saying, well, even if he's autistic, he's not allowed to say this. The guy is eccentric as it gets and is autistic, okay? So, and I've gotten a chance to talk to him on the phone and uh, over the past, around him in person. The dude is autistic.
I love me some Alex Jones in Infinite Wars. Been listening and watching it damn near religiously since like December 2020. I agree with a lot of what Alex Jones has said. I also disagree with some things that he's he said. I think sometimes he blows things out of proportion. I also understand that he's made some mistakes in the past, such as Sandy Hook was a major fuck up. But you know what? When you, when you were in the public spotlight for 25 plus years, like Alex Jones has been, you're going to fuck up at some point. It happens to everybody. <clears throat> I understand why Alex brought on Kanye West and Nick Fuentes on InfoWars. Because Alex Jones believes in free speech and giving people a second chances to redeem themselves. Now, I'm told that Nick Fuentes has made some racist remarks in the past, but I, I, I haven't looked into it myself yet. So... I can't really give an opinion on Nick Fuentes being on InfoWars. Um, however, I do feel I can give an opinion on Kanye West being on fucking InfoWars. Alex bringing in Kanye for an interview was a mistake. Again, I understand why he did it. Freedom of speech, and he wanted to give Kanye a, a second chance, but... That interview should have been more like what Joe Rogan did with Alex Jones in 2020 on his podcast, on the Joe Rogan um, experience. Rogan was in control of the podcast. He allowed Alex to rant and freely speak his mind, but also made sure that Alex's information was correct. Uh, Jamie, who works with Joe Rogan, um, was fact-checking. I mean, what if not all the stuff that Alex was saying was correct and they were pulling all of it up, but still that's what Alex should have done with Kanye. He did not do that with Kanye. Kanye ranted wildly while wearing some kind of fucking gimp costume. As you heard Alex last night on his Friday show explained to his audience that he had no idea that Kanye was going to act like that and say the things that he said. Kanye has been given numerous chances to redeem himself. And even Alex Jones attempted to help him backtrack some of his statements. Kanye has lost his, his fucking mind. He honestly has always lost his mind. So what he, so he talks about Jesus and God all of a sudden. Okay. And... Is he a fucking preacher now? So what if he wore a MAGA hat and met with Trump? Trump's meeting with fucking Kanye was dumb as fuck too. Both of them. It took Trump fucking multiple meetings to figure out that Kanye's a fucking idiot. The problem with the entire Kanye situation is that for starters, once he got with Kim, he was fucked. I mean, I was told he was fucked before that. Fucked in the head before that. Always fucking weird. Um, but really, after he got with Kim, uh, you know, he uh, he really had a kid with her, with that witch. It was, that was like the cherry on top of the cake that did him in. 
But for some reason, many conservatives thought because Kanye wearing a MAGA hat and being a fucking Trump supporter that he was going to be the next black conservative hero that the right has been searching for. Kanye has done nothing but hurt the image of not only himself, but also everything he has said about pedophiles in Hollywood and then controlling actors. All of that truth that Kanye was speaking, all that's gone. At least from him. It's gone. No one can take him seriously anymore because everyone will only remember this rant he had about him loving Hitler and the Nazis. On Instagram, uh, Reverse Mocking One, where he says the defiant party, um, he posted, anyone find it odd that Kanye just willingly destroyed all of his support from people on both sides overnight? As, as to say, like, like as to imply, in my opinion, he was implying that, hey, there's like a PSYOP happening. Like, Kanye doing this is another conspiracy. I replied, no, I'm not surprised. Was everyone really thinking that Kanye was going to be some hero for conservatives? He has a child with a Kardashian. Enough said. Point is, people, is don't dig too deep on these things. It's a lot of fucked up shit that's happening in the world. And yes, there's a lot of fucking conspiracy theories that are being proven true. But everything is not a CIA psyop or a false flag or some conspiracy that you need to put a bunch of fucking puzzle pieces together. Learn how to critically think. Because if you don't, you could fall into something like QAnon. And you could look like a total fucking fool. When I was first red-pilled, as they say, I went too deep on questioning some events, and I nearly fell into Q myself. It can happen to anybody. Point is, do your own research, formulate your own opinion on whatever it is you are researching, because the people who blindly believe in things such as Q, uh, you know, or people who believe that Alex Jones and Joe Rogan are working for the CIA, that Trump has secretly controlled the military and is still president from his Mar-a-Lago base in Florida... He's like purposely fucking up shit so then like he'll get voted in 2024. Or that Ron DeSantis is now controlled by pedophiles in the establishment. <clears throat> Those people, as they would say on the far right, they're no different than people on who are on the far left who blindly took the vaccines or are still taking the vaccines who hung up their BLM flags, who support Ukraine and their gay porn actor president, and that still think that we have fair and free elections, that 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 the, the past, the 2020 election and then midterms, none of that was rigged or stolen. They're the same people, folks. It's when you go too deep into the right 
or too deep into the left, you can get into those categories. Same people, same mindset, but just different. They're living in the same reality, but they've gone so deep into it. They've like branched off into, it's the same reality, but they've branched off into different thinking, different extreme thinking. So be your own thinker, have your own fucking opinion. That's going to do it for this episode. Again, thanks for listening. And as always be on the lookout for more episodes. Um, you know, if you haven't already, I'm going to say it again, <clears throat> watch the died suddenly. Even if you're vaccinated, watch it. Uh, fuck it. Fuck. If you are vaccinated, th- that's probably the most important documentary that you could ever fucking watch in your life. Cause it's happening to you. So watch it. It's, it's, I have the link in my bio on Instagram. Share it. Okay. Um, and I'm going to leave you with a Joe Rogan clip. It's an old clip from, uh, I believe, 2020. Uh, but it still, you know, speaks volumes today. So uh, this is a Joe Rogan uh, freedom clip that I'm going to leave you with. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and make sure to look out for more episodes. As soon as you give politicians power, any kind of power that didn't exist previously, if they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, they are not going to give that power up. They find new reasons to We have to protect those freedoms at all costs, whether you agree with people's choices or not, because it is the foundation that this country was founded on. Freedom. This idea of freedom, there's so many people that think it's frivolous, it's not important, it's not the main thing that we should be focused on, but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so fucking amazing. Every single country that's ever existed other than the United States, up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art, creativity, and innovation right fucking here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. And as soon as you see something, anything that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious of that. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition, anti-American.